Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Oh, that's all right. Don't worry Don't about worry. it. I'm not dressed to no, video me it either. either. I haven't got my face on. No. I haven't got my hair, I got my hair on. I've only got this face. Yeah, well, I know. I've only got my actual face. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Our faces. Well, welcome to Chicks Three. Don't oh, laugh oh. at me. Every time I do, you can't laugh at me. I know. I'm sorry. Welcome. I'm trying to be professional. I know, every okay? time, and it never works for me. Welcome to Chicks Three, the podcast about chicks in history. Yeah, everyone knows. Sometimes they don't they know, do. and we need to remind people. Oh, they've read the blurb. If someone's just come in. Yes. Fresh off the podcast. Boat? Are you allowed to is say that, that anymore? I don't think so. Yeah, just different kinds of boats. Yeah, oh, okay. but is it a connotation? I don't know. Oh, connotations. Hey, awkward. you're not allowed to talk Sorry. about it. Yeah. Exciting news. Exciting news. And you may have got a little little insight into it just then. We've gone and done and bloody done it again. We have. We've got another guest. Oh. Um, this guest... Is a well-known love darling. I would say a darling of Australian TV and radio. Stand-up comedian. It's what I love her for the most. But what she's really excelled at recently is the podcast world. Mm. Like how many, like 8,000 podcasts you do at the same time? One of them is like number one. The true prime... <laughs> The true crime podcast. That's rates number one. Oh, it depends on what. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's Michelle Laurie. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, Michelle hi. Laurie. Oh, I didn't see you there. Hi. hi. Oh, <laughs> Samantha, add the claps oh. there. Add the claps there. We're so honoured to have you. Oh, I'm honoured to be here. I love this podcast. I love this idea. Thank it's a, you. It's a bloody good really idea. good idea. Good yeah. ideas yeah. are just gold, aren't yeah. they? And the, the longer we do it, the more we realise there are so many stories yes. of women who the story hasn't been told yeah. or it's actually been rewritten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely rewritten. With to a man suit. in the role of, yeah. of hero. Yeah. Oh, well, That's of course. happening a lot. We're getting a lot of that. Yeah. Even when men are villains, though, they're still it's still their story that's told. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a big revolution in true crime, by the way, yes. is like telling the story of the victim, which is usually a woman, Yes. Yeah. Um, instead of the offender, yeah. which is usually Always. a man. Yes. Always. Can I give you a book recommendation? Please. This is a book I tell everyone about it's my favorite book of recent times it's called the five Mm -hmm. and it's a book that's about the victims of jack the ripper because yeah do you know much about them i wouldn't know that one of their names no exactly right and so we don't even know who jack the ripper bloody is or was Mm. and yet he's this mythological character he's still the center of a billion dollar industry yeah and yet who were these five women Mm. yeah and this amazing woman has written a book about them and it was really difficult for her to find out anything about them because yeah. nothing was ever written about them, yeah, oh, even at be, the time. Yeah. And they're amazing. Their life yeah. stories are incredible. Oh, I'm really that. drawn. I think that's like coming up. Um, it's more common now that documentaries are being made where they are just focusing on yes. the victims. The victim. It's yeah. a zeitgeist in true crime and it's so yeah. over yeah. – what's the word I'm looking for? Due, overdue. Do you think that's There's because though of a suppression – 
orders for because weren't victims not allowed to be named in a lot of uh no that was a, there was legislation in some states in australia specifically around sexual assault yeah. and right. whether uh, offenders were convicted and all of that so okay. that that had something to yeah. do with some things yeah yeah but i mean i think the jack the ripper story you know demonstrates how we've just always been fascinated mm. with offenders yeah giving them great nicknames, the Night Stalker. Yes. The yeah, Son of Sam. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 This All this mythology around yeah. these horrible And men. I think in Zodiac. today's mm. day, we've yeah. gone, you know, we our, we have hashtags that say, say her name, say yes. their name. Yes. And that Let there's speak. a yeah. lot of people wanting yeah. to know about Love the that. victims and saying, why? Why do we not have their names? You know, um, well, 9-11, you didn't know the names of the people that did the atrocities, but they did put all the names up. All mm. the names are there at Ground Zero. Yeah. The mm. um, person who did Welling- uh, Auckland's... Oh, recently? Ter- recently? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. His name was not... No, they yeah. made a concerted but effort not to speak his name. else's names. That's, yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. just in the art, <laughs> making sure that that's... Yes. You know, Love and her. I mean, it, I, I've said it a million times... And I'll say it a million times more, just start letting the women run shit. Yeah. And yeah. we will start, you know, and I th- honestly believe that will, people will enjoy living in that world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll feel a lot safer, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. Because there has to be a notoriety that these men offenders who know they're going to be not well known. Well, yeah. some of them have said they as much. Some of them they, have admitted yeah. as much, haven't they? The man who killed uh, John Lennon admitted as much. I want to be as famous as he is. Mm-hmm. And, he, and how do I do that? I yeah, kill him. I kill him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he is. Mm. And the imagine the worst thing you can do to them is to give them nothing. Yeah, to give them nothing. Exactly. I was just um, noticing the so dramatic podcast who is does all gossip um, behind the scenes of bachelors and married at oh. first sight. So she's gone really hard on Bryce this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the show's over. Finished a week ago. She's still going hard on him, mm-hmm. and everyone's starting to go. Is that gonna be? And I want to say to her. Take it away from him because mm. he's loving how much you're still talking about yeah. him. Just take that. He w- it will kill him to not be spoken about. He doesn't care if it's negative or not. Doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, just, yeah. Any Give publicity me. is good publicity. Narcissism yeah. is powerful and they can't last without that attention. Feeding it. That's all mm. you have to do is take it away. Mm. So how have you been? Great. Thank you. Now you were just telling us earlier that when you have a bit of a relax, mm-hmm. what do you like to do? <laughs> this is brilliant. It says, oh, look, this is such a good insight yeah. into your brain. Yeah, is it? And how, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it had us in stitches. Yeah. I, for relaxation. <laughs> look, well, can I preface this? With, you know, most people take a bath. Yeah, I, I took a bath, bath last know? time. Yeah. 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 Relaxation. Okay. I like to get on the, uh, on the, the Sudoku, not Sudoku, what, you remember the Tetris? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I vaguely. Okay, well, let me just bring uh, I Because I'll give you the exact. coronerscourt.vic.gov.au. I am making a note as we speak. It would be fascinating. And what you can do on there, there's a tab that says inquests and findings. Oh, yes. And I just jump on there and I have a bit of a read (laughs) of the latest findings. And I go, what are you crazy kids up to? Coroner Audrey Jamison. She's one of my faves. Oh, good. Yeah, you'd know them all, wouldn't you? (laughs) My word. And so I just jump on her latest findings and I'll go and have a look. Now, here's a a finding with an inquest. Yeah. 
not all of them have had inquests with or without an inquest, but inquests are fascinating things. And I mean, because a lot of things, cases go to the coroner. Yes. And this is how we ended up with seatbelts. And how, you know, we ended up having to wear helmets on our bikes and things of this nature. uh Now, you know, I'm just reading about a lady who, uh, now what's, what's her particular situation here? And we'll just find out why the coroner thought, yeah, there is a case for the coroner here. Yeah. Um, why she thought she should look, look into this case and who's the pathologist. That's my next question. Yes. Who yep. performed the who's post-mortem. The patho- yep. Yep. And do you have a favourite pathologist? You know the good ones? I've got a couple. I'm not going to name them. I don't want them to know that I play <laughs> favourites. You know their work. Can I you know their work. Absolutely well. familiar you, with their work. Yeah. Have you ever thought of doing a will? And making sure you have your coroner and it's so funny you say be? that I do have a will and um but but you can't stipulate and I I because oh, right. I said to one of my favourite um, pathologists Linda <laughs> I said Linda I'd like you to do my autopsy and she said Michelle not only is that crazy <laughs> but secondly you can't stipulate it's like right. is it unethical well. She didn't go that far, but she said to me, look, it's whoever's on call, firstly. And secondly... Yes. <laughs> it's not an obstetrician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you book can't, it in. You can't book it yeah, in. Yeah, you can't yeah. book me in. And she said, and secondly... It's a public might, hospital. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And she said, secondly, like, you might not even need an autopsy. Like, That's they'll decide right. on the day if, yeah. if they think that you need an autopsy yeah, not everyone us. does yeah. i reckon you should definitely get one though and then later on same that's what i said well i want one yeah and i said can i pay extra yeah and just Ooh. make sure i get one yeah. college said, no. scandal she's trying to go in oh. through the side door and then later on linda is a fitness fanatic and mm. later and i said and later on we were chatting and i said uh, something about you know obviously the fact that i'm not and something about and she said doing this job makes you think twice about that toasted cheese sandwich and i said not me mate that's going to be your problem you're doing the <laughs> autopsy yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. God, see, I don't mind a cadaver. I don't. No. That, that's more me. Like, I don't mind those shows where they show the the spindly yeah. old coroner. The yeah. Guy well, Harrow is a great oh, show, and I mean, he's a hot, hot pathologist. He is hot. There's a couple of hot pathologists oh, in real life. Oh, in real life. Yeah. Okay, oh, I love it. I wouldn't have expected that. Mm. I suppose there's hot people in every. Oh, my word. (laughs) word. There's a lot more fuggers than there are hotties, but you know what? Now, Michelle, what Mm. we normally do is we're just going to ask you a couple of questions. These are just little questions so our audience can get to know you. Oh, sure. I think they have. I think think we might have a good (laughs) picture (laughs) already. But we'd like to know, what's the last podcast that you listened to? Just on the drive here, I listened to uh, the New Yorker Radio Hour, which is a fave of mine. Good? Really good. Okay. Um, they've actually great. Yeah, not too long ago they divided it into two half hours. So instead of one hour a week, they release it twice a week, and it's two uh, half hours. Okay. And it's very varied content. Mm-hmm. It'll they mm-hmm. they oftentimes have their staff writers on to talk about their area of expertise. So it might be about mm-hmm. they might get have their um like art reviewer on yep. to talk about whatever something in the art world, or they might have a very political writer on to talk about um you know, something, yeah. Black Lives Matter or something. Yeah. But it's very varied. And or they might have a celebrity. Yeah. yeah, and you find yeah. every episode 
good. Yeah, and yeah, it's hosted true. by the editor, who is just a fabulous urbane New Yorker. And it's, oh, yeah. that would be worth oh, it. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. David Remnick is just his name. Oh, David. oh he's Remnick. gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah, it reminds me, that's almost like The Daily. I listened to the, have you, have you I haven't. listened to The it's Daily? Good. Yeah, it's kind of similar. It's like they take one story kind of out of, it's, a, it's an American podcast, but they take mm. one story out of the news and they just sort of, focus on it and yes, blow it up a little down. bit and break it down and yeah. just yeah say it kind of in blow it up break it down blow it up blow break it, up, it down pull it apart wrap it around yes. Yes. roll it up and rip it <laughs> yeah um, okay what's the last song that you listened to oh you know what I've gone on a bit of an Avicii jag of late I know Avicii. right I love both of you your reactions were fabulous <laughs> yes yeah. Is he dead? He, yep, oh, that's a tragic story. He is. That you is a tra- got that to watch documentary. The documentary. Is oh, a documentary? Yeah. Oh, no wonder you, Is that why you've gone on an Avicii? No, I watched the documentary a couple of years ago, yeah, but for some so. reason I've reminded myself of the documentary recently and mm. it's so sad. It is. He was a beautiful, soulful little kid. Okay. He yeah. was a genius. Yeah, yeah. tell me Absolute musical genius. Once you've watched the doco... Listen to that again. Okay. Yeah. Break your heart. Okay. Yeah. Break your heart. That little boy was gorgeous and they yeah. worked him to death. Yeah, oh. it's like a it's like a an Amy Winehouse story. Mm. It's right. like he knew and there's a there's a moment in it in the documentary where he says, If I do this, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like I am not coping. Oh my god. And he tries to tell them all, like, just to stop. In this day and age, I mean it sounds like old Hollywood was well, ten Judy years. Yeah, you know that should not be happening. Right, it is. It's so oh, good. Where's the Judy care? Very sad. Money, 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 money. Yeah, yeah. and strong, plus I it? love torturing my children, yeah. and just being in the lounge room and going, "Oh God, oh God, he's oh, taking, oh, 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 Avicii's Aviv- <laughs> taking us to church. He's taking us to church, kids. He's taking Coming us to church. On. And well, but 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 drop it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Oh my god! You're and so they're like, embarrassing. Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> mom! That's the only, to me, yes. reason to have children. Oh god! To and I'm to like, oh kids, it's time for levels. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a And They're yes. like, oh Christ! How old are your twins? Now? Eleven. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're right at the precipice, oh. aren't they? Oh. You are. Oh. you are the most embarrassing yeah. human. Really, really embarrassing. And I do get it going in the car. And we live in a neighbourhood. Oh my god! And we live in a neighbourhood where we know everyone, and they go to school in the, the neighbourhood. So we'll get in the main drag, windows down, yeah. Avicii mm, on. for some Avicii. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, it's I love hilarious. it. And um, what's the last TV show that you watched? I watched a show on iView, Finding Alice. Is that what it's yeah. called? Really cute. Yeah. Really cute, and yep. she's it's, she does a bit of that too with it. Really lovely, just okay. lovely. I just love nice. the house. Oh, amazing! Amazing. It's What's a, it? Tell a, me a bit about it. Um, husband and wife and daughter go to. He's just built this economic no um environmental home. Yeah, and it's one of those where that he controls everything with an iPad. Everything. Oh, it's his dream. Like, yeah, everything. Yeah. And they arrive, and he's like, "Surprise! You know, it's done. It's finished." And they go upstairs. The stairs are amazing. They're just planks of wood from the wall. Oh, right? yeah, so like floating completely stairs. floating stairs. Yeah, and sh- they go up, and and then it's the next scene is her brushing her teeth, and he goes down to get something, and he, he she finds him dead at the bottom of the stairs. He's fallen because he doesn't believe in exploding. banisters. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <So> he's <laughs> fallen oh, down no. his own stairs. 
So then um, Joanna Lumley's in it and everything. Oh, God, but the magic. funniest part of the first episode is she can't find the fucking fridge. She can't find it. Oh, right. <laughs> she can't right. find it's it. hidden behind it's some hidden. cupboard yeah. wall yeah. thing. Or the toilet flush. Yeah. The toilet flush. The last thing she says yeah. to him is, how do I flush do the toilet? Fl- that's the last thing she says to him. Right. So, yeah. It, yeah. So it's like a comedy, like a duck. It's a co- dramedy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's very yeah. English dry. Yeah. In there. And all the yeah. actors. Is it Nigel oh, Havers? Is that his yep. name who plays yep. her dad? Yep. And um, Joanna Lumley's her mum. So it's just full of these beautiful actors. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yes. You'd love it. Good reco. Yep. Um, what's the last thing that gave you joy? A chatting with my bestie on the phone. Oh, that's lovely. Yes, it is. That is a joyful thing to do, isn't it? Yes. We get that quite a lot as an answer. Some yeah. people saying at the last at the last encounter they had with their bestie. bestie. Yeah. I'm yeah. very lucky we do it a lot. We do it that's a couple really of times good. a day yeah. and it's funny. That's and, lovely. Uh, it it has really um, really gets me through a lot. That's yeah. good. Yeah, mm, that's it good. does. It's, it feels, refuels you, doesn't it? Yes. Especially, I mean, we got a bit of an insight into your day today, especially like seeing that you, your day's full of talking mm. some pretty serious, heavy, heavy yes. content. Mm-hmm. Then in your spare time, you're Googling bloody yeah. coroner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And both of us, um, both of us have some pretty heavy um, personal things going yep. on. Yeah. So, like, long-term. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I hope I provide it for that person as well. I think yeah. I do. So I'm sure, sure you do. do. Mm. The the debriefing that go on, goes yes. on yeah. between trusted best friends yes. is par- – it, there's mm. nothing like it. Mm. And the silliness and then also the um, – then they're just talking about stuff like that, TV that, shows yeah. or whatever, just yeah. the yeah. just the connection with another person mm-hmm. and um, it's just – it's nice to have a nice relationship in my life with an adult because I, I hadn't had one for a long time, certainly not with a man. Mm-hmm. So having a male best friend is really nice because uh, I hadn't had a nice relationship with a man for a really long time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. So that's, that's, that's quite common, I think. Yes. You know. So that's been very um, healing, I'm yeah, going to say. Healing is a good word. Yes. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode, which we know you probably are, let's face it, um, can you do us a favour and subscribe? Mm. Review us? Mm. What else, Evie? Give us five stars. Oh, five stars, please. Thank you. Follow us on the Instagrams as well because um, when we remember, we do put updates there. We do. Chickstreet underscore well. podcast. That's it. And um, if you want to email us, you can. Mychickstreet at gmail.com. The end. So, would you like to tell us about your chicken history? I would love to. <laughs> We'd I, love to hear it. I love her so That's why much. We're here, right? Tell yeah. Us all about her. Eglantine Jeb. Okay. Oh, hilarious. Okay. We've got to break that name down. Eglantine. Eglantine. Does she? Is it me or does she sound like a character from The Simpsons? Eglantine. Yeah, she That's sounds like she's from Shelbyville. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is it? What is it? She's in Biggins, the world. What's that? <laughs> Yeah, wow. that okay. Eglantine. Mm. Eglantine Jeb. Jeb. Yeah. Have, it, it, I'm uh, going to tell us all about uh, her, but yeah. where does the name Eglantine come from? Well, it was English? Yeah, rich people yeah. in England a <laughs> hundred and something years ago. Oh, my God, yeah. I was just talking this morning to my friend about, you know when people are really rich because they don't, like, you know, Made in Chelsea and everything, yeah. they have nicknames from their given name. 
But I went to a book club and the book club I'm going to are full of rich people. Yeah. And you can tell now I've started to know the difference between mm. the classes. Mm. One girl's name was Annalise. Mm. Mm. No, not Anna. No. no. Not Lisey. Easy. 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 Was there a binky there? Yeah, well, that's what I was looking yeah. for a binky. Yeah. Or a, a toggy. Binky. Or something. Tiggy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rich people call their kids things like m- my friend. She's Not called her daughter Cressida. People. So Cressy. Yeah. It's so made in Chelsea. Yeah. Cressida is so beautiful. Oh, yeah, beautiful name. Anyway, back to um, Eglantine. 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 Can you Egg- spell it? E G. Yep. Just one G. Yep. L A N. L A N. Eglan. T Y N E. Eglantine. It's so hard to say. Wow. Okay. <sighs> do you want to give her a nickname for the rest of the story? Like, do you want to call Egg? All right. <laughs> we do that sometimes so you don't have to just keep yeah. saying the hard Yeah, because if she was my mate, I'd call her Eggs. Okay, yeah. good. Oi, Eggs. <laughs> Eggsy. Eggsy. And she was born in 1876. Mm-hmm. Good year. Mm. We've done a lot Top. of women around them. Yeah, have you? Yeah, a lot. Well, I guess... Also because, I mean, she, and she was a suffragette, so she was, you know, great mm-hmm. women's movement. Uh, but, you know, she had the privilege to be in a women's movement. She was, she was rich and white mm-hmm. and lived in London. So, you know, she was able to do that. She didn't have to work, <laughs> for example. That's a good so point. She was a philanthropist. Yeah. 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 So she could put on a really stunning outfit and get amongst it. Yeah. And um, so, and she was a social reformer, but look, she, she really did, she did make the business happen. So um, she, she started Save the Children. This is what I'm getting to. Wow. This is how I came to know of her. And this is what I love about her. Cause I worked at Save the Children for a year, um, starting from late 2018. And wow. that was their centenary year. 2019 was their centenary year. And so we did lots of business around that internationally it was a really exciting time and so I learned a lot about Eglantine what did you do there I worked in uh basically in the I, I can't, let me try and remember my I had a title. Mm-hmm. title I actually went like I, I applied for a job and I went for a job interview it was my first job interview in 20 years no it would, would be longer wow um uh, well, since I was a teenager. Yeah. I think the last mm. job interview I went for was maybe in a fish and chip shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. When I was 17. First job. Did you pop on a pantsuit? I think I might have. <laughs> Were you nervous? Yeah, so yeah. nervous. Yeah. And the lady who interviewed me was called Joanna. Is called Joanna. She's not dead. <laughs> Joanna. <laughs> and she's so beautiful. And we ended up laughing at how bad... I was at it and, yeah, right, and how yeah. I didn't know how to do yeah. a resume a or anything. Skill, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. we all learn early and we keep mm-hmm. doing throughout mm-hmm. our adult life. So if you have a, oh, any gosh. kind of creative job, yes. you wouldn't be doing I've that. I've never done one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I know how to write a bio. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I don't know how to write. And so I'm, I'm Googling how do you write a resume and I'm like on seek.com and I'm filling out this like standard thing yeah, and then yeah. I just template. print that out. Template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Curriculum vitae. Right. <laughs> and it's like what jobs have you had? And I'm like, the project, <laughs> you know, um, radio, breakfast radio. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't, and I'm applying for this job and I can't remember what the job was. And I'm like, I don't know, but I wanted a job. And because I was interested in humanitarianism and uh, refugees and issues and stuff like that. And I wanted to learn and I was, I went to her and I said, look, I genuinely 
want to learn more and I, mm-hmm. I, I'll take a shit job, believe me. I just want to be around you guys. Yeah. 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 And so she said, okay, well, you can't have this job because it's for an actual person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can, can do stuff, but let me have a look around. So then she called me back a few weeks later and she said she basically invented a job for me, but but that I, you know, you could, could do. do. Well. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I was like community engagement it was. So nice. I ended up doing lots of things like uh, writing social media stuff for them, but also I ended up writing posts for DFAT and stuff like that. Um, a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. So not mm-hmm. as myself, not, um, you know. Uh, ambassadorship or anything yeah, like that on but behalf of them yeah, yeah that's great yeah it was awesome so i would like talk to the head of program in iraq and they would send me wow. stuff about the program that was going on there photos yep. um uh, information that i could access on this thing that they have portal i, yes. I learned what a portal is <laughs> girl yeah and uh <laughs> get stuff from the portal yeah. <laughs> and then I'd write up stuff about how the program was going, the hand-washing program was going and, and um, uh, that was funded, say, by Australian Aid yeah. and then uh, that would go on the DFAT website yeah. that they needed, you know. So Amazing. stuff like that. It is. That, it's really yeah, fascinating. that's more yeah. than just social media manager. Like yeah. you were really. I wasn't even the social media manager. I was like below the social media manager yeah, yeah, but I was just yeah. creating that content, content that they yeah. needed. Yeah. Well, that's great. It's fascinating. You, you learn so, so much. much. I did and I went on a few trips. I went to um, Jordan and Lebanon. Oh. Yes, visited oh. refugee camps and, uh, and on the Syrian border. And you did go to where you come from. Yeah, I went to that South was, Sudan, yeah. That was great. It was I awesome. I really, really, really oh, thank you for doing that. Thank you. I haven't seen the show. but it's so. It was so great. Like that show is yeah, I just amazing. absolutely adore that concept mm, yeah. of the show because they trip. do really get great people on and they get the people who really do need to learn things. Yes. And so well in my like case you. though, I mean I went with Spider Everett who is such a great guy and he was never really racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he was yeah. just like he was like, "Oh, I don't really get Sudanese. Are they gangs?" But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then yeah. when, as soon as we got there, he's such a loving person. Yeah. Well, the thing is most people are. Yeah. But that that's the beauty of that kind of show is that the casual racism that our white yeah. privilege affords us is so non not malicious. Yes. Yeah. But that it's yeah. so beautiful that we have this opportunity to say we all we're all casually racist. Yes. We all are. Mm. Let's just mm. own it. Well, and, and actually, to it. circle back, this was what's so great about this Eglantine Jeb story, um, is that she. So this is after World War One. Um, she she was a suffragette, obviously, and ca- cameras had kind of just been invented, or, or, or photography was just becoming a thing. Yeah. And so for the first time, journalists went over to Europe and took photos of starving children ah, after World War yeah, One, yeah. and they were German children, uh, mm-hmm. Austrian children, mm-hmm. because of course. After the war, that's what you do: is you starve out the enemy, you you mm. make them pay, you make them grovel, you shame them. Yeah. And so suddenly, for the first time, photographs of these children were in the newspapers. Mm-hmm. And this woman, who was such an agitator and a rebel, you know, turned her attention to this, mm. and she just was mortified. She was revolted. You and like, what have the children done? Yeah, well, she said, mm. you know what, I don't have any enemies who are six years old. No. Yeah. I can't live with this. Uh, we won the war. Why do we have to starve yeah. babies now? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so she decided to fundraise, and she said, I've got to send food. I can't live with this. Yeah. And the politicians of the day said, oh, God, she is such a crazy bitch. I cannot stand this woman. 
with her Classic. suffragettism mm. and uh, now she wants to send food, food to the enemy. Yeah. They just, they killed our men. Don't you remember who they are? Like, And she said to them, I don't think you understand who British people are. She said, I think you're underestimating who British people are. Yeah. So she started a fund uh, and she did some fundraising, just grassroots fundraising. She put on gigs, put on um, benefit concerts. And, and of course, the amazing. artists of the day, like we always do, rallied. Yeah. And they did fundraising gigs and she raised so much money for these children. And ordinary British people said, yeah, that's revolting. We can't yep. starve yep. babies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, she raised so much money that they not only sent one shipment of food, but they opened an office. Oh, my Lord. That's so Yeah, it will cool. save the children. You won't believe where the second office opened nine months later. Germany. Melbourne. Melbourne. No. Why? Because so many refugees were coming to Melbourne after World War One. Ah. Melbourne was a hub of starving and, and disadvantaged children from Europe. Because you only know about the World War Two immigrants. Really. Yeah. We yeah. don't talk about that. Yeah. You know, most of us have that in our lives. Well, don't forget the reason that Hitler rose to power was because of the disadvantage that, that the victors put Germany and Austria through. I mean, it was such a nightmare. It was a hellscape that when Hitler said, can I swear on this? Yeah. Great. So when Hitler said, fuck this, like how long do we have to keep kowtowing to these guys? Like they're, this is crazy. I you reckon we should to. get an army going. Yeah. We should do something. This yeah. is like, how many years are they going to make us suffer? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. That's, you know. Wow. Why God, they, learning so many things. that's yeah. why they came back in such an extreme yeah. fashion. Yeah. yeah. So. That's Eglantine Jeb. So then she went on second office in Melbourne. Do, and do you know anything more after that? Like where she... Uh, oh, she just kept... Yeah, then all, all around, the, around world. the world. Yeah, she just kept... Because people like us, politicians then, as they do now, kept going, no, no, that's our enemies. Yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. sending them money. Them. Yeah, we don't want to save them. No, yeah. we, don't, we don't want to save them or their children. No. They're our enemies. We're not sending them food. We're not sending them money. And was that capitalist politicians or was yeah. that? Conservatives. Conservatives, or, always. You know, yeah. yeah. Back when she started, they were conservative politicians yeah. um, in power in England. And they were, they're always the guys who go, no, yeah. we just yeah. spent millions of dollars killing them. Yeah. Why yeah. would we send I've them food? It, I've said it a million times before and I'll say it a million times again. Just let women run the world. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But people, mums and dads said, nah, come on. Yeah. Well, because they're normal people and mm. she's she saw that people are normal people yeah. and you can, you can, you know, tap into that that empathy of, of humans, you know, yeah. so to say it, help these yeah. people. And, I mean, they're still the people who keep Save the Children going now. That's incredible so that, just that had it's still centenary. going. Like yeah. That is just – Isn't it amazing? Such yeah. an amazing story and that you worked there as well. I yeah. love I yeah. love the – So, like, a, yeah. when I, I went to Syria, to the, the border, the Syrian border, where there's, like, millions of Syrians oh, yeah. still and they've been there for eight years or whatever. Yeah. And, you know – you see children in the kindergarten, say, maybe Save the Children runs a kindergarten because the camps have uh, all the aid organisations are in there and they, they'll do one thing each. So Save might run the kinder, uh, maybe Care runs the hand-washing facility. or yeah. so, you know. so I saw a kinder where that might be the only meal 
the kids get all day is where at the kindergarten they get mm. lunch. Mm. So they hand them all this little parcel and it's got like an apple, a sandwich, a little packet of biscuits and a juice. And they all grab it and they all run away. And I'm like, what are they doing? Why don't they just sit and eat it? And then the guy goes, oh, they share it with they their family. It to, I was going to oh, just got goosebumps. I know, I was right? going to say that. That's what, yeah. And would... then as I walk out the door and suddenly I turn around and every kid of every mm. age has got something from the... To show. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. that's what people do. Oh, that makes me tear. Mm. Yeah. That, how, what is that like to see? It's actually life-affirming yeah. and mm. especially the children. Same in South Sudan and I met a girl um, not long ago who she doesn't remember it but her brothers remember doing this in a refugee camp in Ethiopia, so they're Sudanese. The kids have nothing and what amazes me is they wear clothes that are so torn that you can still see their whole body mm. <laughs> but they still wear the clothes. Yeah. Like every day they will wear a pair of shorts are nothing but a waistband and half of one leg. So you can still see their bum, yeah. yep. everything, but yeah. they still wear them. Still wear it, yeah. But also they will find things to play and they will make games out of anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. And what, she, what her brothers remember is how they make, um, I call them sculptures, but whatever they call them, out of the mud. It's like mm. toxic mud too. Oh, my yeah, God. Right. It's got like sewage in it and stuff. But they, and I've seen them do it, they make like little elephants yeah. or giraffes. Amazing. Was it kid, like the kids in um, the tips? Yeah, mm. in Cambodia. Mm. Yeah, mm. In India and mm. Sri Lanka, like mm. just playing. Yeah, kids will always make up games. Yeah. And, and we, we were, no matter how much money you have, yeah. you, will, you yeah. will play with the box. Yes. Yes. Always, still, yeah. you know, we laugh about it. I got a blister on my foot in uh, South Sudan from my sneakers and... Um, it just was getting infected. Like, it just couldn't get better. And, of yeah. course, we had, like, first aid and everything. Nothing I did. It just would not get better, would not get better, would not get better. As soon as I got on that plane from Ethiopia, got better. So the air and the, the, yeah. the yeah. ground. Like, that's how, for my constitution, yeah, it was toxic. But yeah. for those kids, mm. they're just tough. They... Mm. It's they're used to it. It's in their lines, isn't it? But their genetics. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. Incredible. And have you got plans to do more of that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, I would love to, but at the moment, yeah. I mean, COVID has really yeah. hit the um, aid yeah. world in terms of donations, for one thing, and yeah, also in terms of travel. But in a way, it's good. Like, the man who is my real sort of role model is the man who runs Save um, the Children in Australia, Paul. And he's part of the board as well internationally. He's so brilliant. And he speaks a lot um, at conferences and stuff, which are all on Zoom now, so you can watch yeah. a lot of them. And he makes the point that in a way, because he puts a positive spin on everything, in a way COVID, a positive effect that it's had is that the, the point of aid organisations should always be to leave. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. It should always be to make themselves obsolete. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so empower those people. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. 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 And he, he always says, you know, people, myself included, are always asking him, how can I get into aid? I want to be an aid worker. Um, and he's like, we shouldn't be trying yeah. to grow. Yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't right. be a growth industry. That's yeah. Right. Yep. But it is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it has. It has been. Yeah. Um, and, and he's saying, well, it should it shouldn't be. 
And so um, with COVID, we've had to withdraw mm-hmm. from countries. And that's mm-hmm. been a good thing, actually, because it's shown us how how we're not required in a lot of places in right. a lot of ways. Yep. And it's we've had to empower the local teams who have been working for us, mm. but we've sort of been still sending people there and we've yep. been like over managing in a lot of cases and because it makes mm-hmm. us feel good yes mm. we're not we mm. haven't been mm. trusting people enough mm. and yeah. uh yeah so he said look in a lot of cases we really can stay out of it mm. that's so interesting isn't it it actually mm. it reminds me it's kind of similar not the same um of, of Bali and everyone yeah. saying that like you know oh but what's Bali gonna do now that travel we're not, we're not you know we can't go there and it's and it's yeah. like they are thriving at yeah. the moment they? yeah they've cl- they've cleaned they've they've oh. cleaned up a lot of their beaches they're growing um, seaweed wow. they've That's gone into this that, yeah. massive seaweed production yeah um, where there's so, normally where tourist there's, boats and jet skis yep. and yeah yeah, yeah right. it's right it's really because you know, people. It, I think, well, we try, I think whoever, you know, tra- uh, tourism tried to put a big spin on it and saying like, oh, they're going to suffer and we haven't been yeah. there and yeah. what are they going to do? Poor Balinese. But they are actually, and it's a similar thing. Like you, you sort of take away the the, the meddling and yeah. you, you kind of let empower local mm. communities to thrive, yeah. Yeah. give give them tools, give them direction, thrive and, and they are. Yeah, it's incredible. It's like when you see those animals coming back to places, you know. Yeah, God. Oh, isn't exactly. it beautiful? So, yes. but there was a documentary I was watching the other night. Yeah, about I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's so good. So good. The animals what adapting Which to the cities. Animals live in cities now, like yeah. ants. And um, in England, there's beavers. Not be yeah, like oh. otters. Otters. Ah, oh, I love an otter. But and the dogs, like the domestic dogs, because you know they're in like Regent's Park and yep. everything. You know, yep. there's a, I don't know what you call a collective of otters, um, but they hang out mm. in the in the mm. ponds and things, mm. and the people walking their dogs. You know, the dogs are off lead, so they'll go. Oh, of and you're like, oh no, and the otters. Yeah. Oh well, the otters. Fuck those dogs. Oh, oh do they? Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. It's like my dog went a, a swan in um, Albert Park. And the gang came out. Fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they hectic do. swans, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, they hurt. I've been bitten by a swan. Yeah, they Years would. Years ago, Manly Dam. Yeah. They burn. I got a bite on the ass. Oh, oh my God, that hurts. That, <laughs> oh, because they've got a little razor. Oh. Sharp. On the inside of their bill? Yes. Yeah, it was like a it was like a razor burn. Yeah, right. They fuck you. I'll get you. They'll fuck you up. Walls and octos. Gangs old. So, do we know when she died? She died in 1928. So, young. Yeah, she was not very old. I don't believe she had any children of her own. Wow. And it still went on. It's still going. It's still a great organisation. Eglantine. Eglantine. And yeah, they get. They've done pretty well at getting aid out of the Australian government, which has, you know, decreased its aid budget consistently over the last 20 years, let's say, right. because they're just savvy operators. They're really good at what they do. They pitch really well. They run great programs. Oh, I just love them. Yeah, that's good. great. Good that's you. so good. Thank you for telling yeah. us all about her. I love them. And telling us about her f- Fund. Like, what yeah. an amazing woman and what an amazing legacy that yeah. she's left behind. That's it's pretty great, thriving. isn't it? Just remind you that you can. And, and you know, I mean, the other day, because I, I have this other podcast, Calm Your Farm, and the other day I was um, had this lady on who does, she started Drought Angels. So she was a lady who was working in a cafe in Chinchilla 
and um, of course they during the drought they just kept they hear everything in the cafe, yeah. mm. and somebody came in and went, oh god, there's another one, another guy's taking his own life oh. because he was just like decided to sell all his cattle, couldn't yeah. do it anymore. When the truck came, they went, they're too fucked up, we can't even take them. Oh. So he shot all the cattle, shot his dog, oh, and god. killed himself. Oh god. Um, and so these two ladies at the cafe went, we got to do something. We just mm. can't, you know. And it's amazing what people can do yeah. when yeah. they, they. And I think we all think, what can I do? I'm just one person. Yeah. I, mm. I'm not a special person. I'm mm. not, you know, rich. I'm not connected. Yeah. Um, and they just started this program. And it's actually, it's interesting. I don't know if she knows this or not. It's very similar to the way the um, World Health Fund um, does aid now. You know, they don't really give food anymore to people. I mm -hmm. saw this in Lebanon. Mm. Um, what they do now is they give a card. They give cash because right. then you go and you spend it in the community. So there's a flow-on effect, but also mm. it makes the community nicer to you. Yeah. yeah. So if you're a refugee, yes. they can treat you like shit, as yeah. we mm -hmm. well know. Mm. Yeah. But if you're coming into the shop and spending money, suddenly yeah. everyone's a bit nicer to you. Yeah. And also, uh, in those places, you kind of look the same. So it makes it less obvious that you are a refugee. Well, it gives you dignity. Yeah, it gives you it agency. Gives you dignity, I was going right? to say, yeah, it's where the same you've as just the got welfare yeah. card. So they it's do like, the same do not thing. not tell people how to spend right. their money. But they, mm. the drought angels are doing the same thing. So mm. we know that men in particular, um, you know, don't cope well with shame. Yeah. Yeah. And so these ladies have found a way to give them prepaid visa cards. So it's not obvious that they are accepting charity yeah. and they're spending it in the community and all that. Yeah. So, so good. yeah, just women card. just get shit done. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, women and men, but like this podcast is about women. Yeah. So men, yes. this is not a, men are good, but just yeah. not on this oh, podcast men are fine. at the moment. Well, like they're, they're fine. They're great. They're okay. Yeah. Some are good. No, I just listened to your podcast. Um, Emily, the episode Emily did with um, hard cuddles. cuddles. Yeah, he, and he's beautiful. You're so oh right. Oh my god. Yeah, you yeah, know, James. Yeah. What an what an amazing man. But he's and all about yeah. and you know emotions and connecting yeah. with your emotions. Yes, yeah. And he's all about you know chicks. Chicks have known this for yes. ages. Yeah. Where have we been? Yeah. Yes. You know. And that's what we talked yeah. about. This is like just yeah. giving having a baby, and when a baby needs something, they ball their eyes out, yeah. and that's communication. Mm. Imagine if. If we took babies at the age of two, only the ones with penises, and belted the shit out of them to stop them doing that, yes. or every time they them cried, to stop them stop doing crying. that, and then they didn't do that Weak. for the rest of their lives, mm. that's happening mm. every day, mm. oh, and that—that that is just to to put it so plainly. Like, imagine doing that to a mm. baby, mm. but we're doing that to babies, yeah. but, but only half of the yep. population. Why? And these poor men who are in this living in this world, who are our biggest perpetrators of violence mm. because of this simple thing that we do yeah. to them yep. yeah. as babies. Yeah. And then there's we've got a guy like that who's who starts what is it? Hard cuddles. Yeah, a, a fund or whatever. No, like, it's what you know what he it's, it's, it's like um therapy support for yeah. men a support group he'll yeah. take them mm. out on retreats but i mean he goes into prisons yes. and he talks to yeah. perpetrators of domestic violence and yes. violence against women mm. and that and that the, to, to turn your life around mm. to reform yourself mm. Mm. um from from a life that is was so hideously mm. awful towards society yeah and to see that all you really needed was to have a cry a cuddle a cuddle, a cuddle and, a cry. and yeah. he's a big like this is a guy who used to work for drug dealers at beating people up to get their money 
um, you know, and he's a guy and, and he just doesn't take any shit and he just says, you know, why are you doing this? Yeah. No, why really? No, why yeah. really? Yeah. You know, like yeah. he just doesn't listen. Just won't let them get away with their shit. Yeah. 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 Until they finally crack. Yeah. And say okay yeah it's because yeah you know yeah and it's all it, it is that like that episode that i just listened to mm. it's your recent one um the guy i can't remember his name he, but he gets out of jail Steve, think, three, yeah. Yeah, three months after being in jail after being a, a perpetrator of domestic violence mm. takes him on uh, he goes on one of these retreats and he's like god what do i feel so good what what i feel really light and james mm. says you're feeling mate for yeah. the first time like you are you're feeling you're feeling your feelings. And he's yeah. like, oh, oh, okay. Well, this feeling is, other things that anger. Good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it feels good. Yeah. So good. And he had lots of reasons to be angry. He'd lost yeah. a child. Yep. yep. I mean, he had, you know, when yep. he faced it, he, he had lots of reasons. But so mm. many mm. other feelings yeah. that were not allowed. The sadness. I remember mm. my dad doing that to my brother. I remember all that. Boys don't cry. Boys don't hug. Me too. Boys yeah. don't kiss. Watched it firsthand. Same. All of us. Yeah, have yeah, watched yeah. it firsthand. Luckily, and my brother and you know, has grown up to be a beautiful guy, but he still mm, yeah, won't let me hug. I mean, we tease him by hugging him yeah. and kissing him and yeah. telling him we love him mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's hilarious. But it's obviously not. But yeah, yeah. luckily he's a gorgeous person. Yeah. But I mean, how yeah, it could have been the other way. My brother the same. And the funny thing about my brother, he's so sensitive. Mm. Yes, Mum and I used to talk about it all the time, just how much more sensitive he was than me. I could yeah. I could handle so many things and he just mm. wouldn't. And um, no emotion, no affection. My you know, best friend I've been telling you about, hilarious, doesn't do hugs. And I, of course, force him. And when I hug him, it's like he holds his hands up like I like he's trying to prove I didn't even know. What am I trying to say? Like, um, it's a football thing I'm trying to say. Like, I'm like getting defense, a foul defense, against him. Yeah, right. yeah. Is that what? <laughs> penalty, is that, like is that penalty, the right thing penalty. to say? <laughs> yeah. What's the terminology I need, Sam? Oh, I you don't know I'll either. Take it a mark. Derek? A pin? A peel? A peel? A pe- all I know is I it's a foul. It's foul, a foul. foul. I'm trying to foul yeah. against him. You know, you put your hands oh, you put up. Your, it's yeah. so funny. It's like a it's like a genuine though reflex action. When I go yeah. hi, and he goes hi, <laughs> and holds his arms up in the air, yeah. and I hug his body, you're like a Klingon koala. Yeah, yeah. to a tree, yeah. it's just the tree, and you just yeah. and he on. kisses me on the cheek, like so it's not. Yeah. He thinks he's yeah. being affectionate. Yeah, yes, love well, it. My mum says so that strange. My brother would still, as an adult, when no one was watching, come into the kitchen, give her, a, give her, a get, get in, like that. Man. And, you know, he talked to her about things, mm. Mm. you know, but he's, he lives a life of anger. Aww. You know, like just everything is, you know, but he doesn't want to. And it's but that's, ju- that's fear, that's it is, shame. It's it, that's, and it's just you know, the bottling, all the of bottling the, yeah. effect of yeah. emotions for men that the only one they're allowed out and is encouraged is anger. Mm. Well, my brother has no anger and he needs some because his daughter, Edie, who's two and a half, is... So mean to him. Oh, oh I have to really? say to her all the time, Edie, <laughs> stop being mean to your dad. She's not mean to anybody else. <gasps> yeah, he goes, Edie, do you want to wee? No way. <laughs> I go, Edie. And what about me. when the mum would say it? She's like, Oh, yeah, she, okay, she's yeah. never mean to. He goes to her the other day, Are you a cutie? No. And he goes, Who's a cutie? She goes, Mummy, not you. <laughs> 
Oh, oh she's so crook. Oh, he's oh, she's got him wrapped around. Oh yeah, finger. she's so mean to him. Stop being mean to your dad, Edie. And uh, oh, she's shocking. And I say to him, Peter, you have got to do something about this child. And, and Love it. he picked her up to take her home the other day. She's banging on his head with her fists and kicking his body. Oh. He goes, she's not going quietly, Kel, <laughs> to his wife. I'm like, Peter. <gasps> They'll probably so, have a beautiful relationship. Oh, they do. They do have oh. a beautiful relationship. But my Christ. Oh. Well, thank you so much thank again. Thank you. What a thank fun you. one. Thank for you so joining much. us. We know you're very, very busy. You've I know. Got lots on today. Um, but that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I love that story uh, of, of Eglantine and Eglantine. Eggs. 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 Oh, eggs. Love your eggs. Um, and Save the Children yeah. Foundation. Good people. I don't well. work for them anymore, so I'm not even spruiking my workplace. No, but, but I do donate to them uh, monthly because I just love them. Right. Yeah, fantastic. That's wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, boys. That was a really that was great so thing. Look at you, you've got to the end. So if you're still listening, I'm just going to give you a few little credity bits. Executive producers of this podcast is me, Evie Jones, and of course, Annie Potatoes. But we've also got Sam Peterson. He's our producer, our editor, our wine boy, our whipping boy. He does everything. And he's also got a great podcast called Confessions of the Idiots. You know, if you all listen to us, we appreciate you. Follow us on Instagram at chickstreet underscore podcast. And you can email us at mychickstreet at gmail.com.